Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of Wonder, Wonder, Repeat, where I have Carrie Porter. She's actually with Discover 4x4 Adventures, and I just can't wait to introduce you to her and also to meet some of my other amazing things that she's done. Good. How are you? <laughs> Good. I know we have a time zone difference, so I know you were rushing to get here because you're like, wait, I thought I would have a clear hour. I was, and I literally just pulled in the in the driveway. Um, I've been gone all day. We had an appointment to get the Jeep wrapped, and it took way longer than we thought. And I got stuck in rough hour, rush hour traffic and whatever. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, just take a breath. Take a breath. So what are you doing? You're getting it wrapped. What are you? Are you putting the the Discover Four by Four Adventures on there? Yeah. So we have the graphics. Um, we have full doors normally on our Jeep, and we have the side graphics on there. But we replaced the hood and um, put the core doors on, and so we wanted to get the core doors wrapped and the hood wrapped. Oh, so gotcha. yeah, we were kind of finishing it. Gotcha. <laughs> well, how long does that? How long will that take until you get it back? Um, I, I have it back today. I oh yeah to this morning and um they finished it today for me so. that's awesome so it's done yeah. yeah it's done i'm home it's done oh, i can't i can't <laughs> wait to see what it looks like i'll have to see pictures of your of your jeep now is it the red one yes yep okay that one <laughs> <laughs> although, although from the front now it's gonna look black because we wrapped the grill and the hood um flat black okay. so so let's talk about this picture for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? Uh, so this is a flap. Um, this was a gentle flap. Um, a gentle. I like how you say gentle. Yeah. So you can't really see this. So this is this is a like a really big washout, and it was muddy. Um, and I was like third or fourth in line going up this, and it was just getting muddier and muddier right. as people went up it. Um, Anyway, and it's a pretty steep incline. I don't know. It was probably like you never degrees, tell the incline I don't know. It was it was really steep anyway. So after watching my first couple of buddies um, run at it, like they were, you know, heavy in the throttle, beating the crap out of their vehicles. And um, I'm like, I'm going to try the, the slow approach and see how that goes. So um, I got pretty far until it just slid, just yeah. slid in. So I just actually twice there at the same time. Um, I laid it on Dang. its side twice, but you uh, were you came real close to look. It looks like hitting that root there on the yeah. right hand side by the by the top. Yeah, I did, um, but Ooh. I didn't. <laughs> that would have been bad. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was. So it was, was real gentle, so that picture looks a lot worse than it was. Um, yeah, any yeah. flops look worse than they are. Did you have damage yeah. on the underside that had landed? What's that? Did you have damage? No, not at all. Oh, good. No. I didn't even um, didn't even damage my mirror or anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it, it just folded in and it, it like just laid over and took a nap for a second. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap right here. Right, right. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. we ended up winching up that because I didn't want to run at it like everybody else. Yeah, it looks like you had, well, you had some kind of cable on the back maybe and then on the front too. Yeah. Maybe I'm seeing that wrong. Maybe nope, that's your antenna. 
that I'm yeah. seeing. Okay. Yeah, that's the antenna. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So Carrie, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> okay. So Yeah, uh, who are you? Give us an introduction. So I'm Carrie Porter, uh, co-owner of Discover 4x4 Adventures. Um, I'm out of Michigan. Uh, I've been wheeling for almost 20 years, close to the, I'll say it's 17 years. Um, yeah. Anyway, That's and uh, I don't know. We just we just love wheeling and we love the atmosphere and we love camping and whatever. So, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> that's awesome. So what is Discover 4x4 Adventures? Let's talk about that first. Okay, so Discover 4x4 Adventures uh, is um, Michigan-based weekend adventures. We do have a couple adventures that we do out of state. Um, they tend to be the women's trips that I plan or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just a long weekend adventure, trail riding, camping, or um, we have a couple of trips that accommodate people who don't like camping. Gotcha. And then we also teach uh, basic um, off-roading classes and uh, recovery classes and, and then an advanced recovery and off-roading class as well. That's awesome. So what's the difference in the classes? Because I know that you pulled that up and you said it was 101. I looked, I looked on your website. It said 101 off-road training. So what would you consider that to be for like new beginners? Yeah, for people who aren't really familiar with their vehicle, um, aren't really familiar with how to drive um on the terrain with the different components of their vehicle um, who want to know, you know, um, how to air down, why to air down, what to air down to, um, you know, basic recovery, how to safely recover your vehicle, um, how to safely recover other other people's vehicles, um, spotting, very basic spotting techniques. um, Gotcha. Yeah. So what is the um, the advanced off-road training? Um, so advanced off-road training, we get into um, a little bit more advanced driving techniques, um, advanced recovery techniques, uh, winching and um, different winching techniques, and okay. then uh, trail repair. So um, we show you many ways to repair your tire and to change a tire and that sort of thing. Okay. And the navigational training, is that more for like how to use electronics like Gaia GPS, Onyx Off-Road, or is it paper maps? Um, that's map and compass. So we, we, oh, uh, wow. touch on, yeah, we touch on digital, digital GPS, um, a little bit, but the navigational uh, training is map and compass. I would probably need to take that class. That terrifies me. Does it? Yeah. That's yeah. Like- yeah. I could see it being a little overwhelming at first, but, um, that's really fun once you get, get used to learning how to use the tools. Do you prefer using the map and compass over the digital? Um, I like to have both handy. Do you? Yeah. Which I one do. which one do you prefer? Do you prefer Gaia or Onyx? I use Onyx. Okay. Yeah. They're pretty neat. I, yeah. I really um, like the simplicity of it for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never used Gaia. I've seen Gaia. Um, there's just a I just think it's a little bit more complex for what I like. I like that I can turn Onyx on. Um, it shows me exactly what what I need to know right when I look at it, and um, I'm not dealing with layers and downloading yeah. things and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is definitely. I think they both have their perks, I guess you could say, because some of the layers on Guy are really cool and useful if you want to use that. Um, yeah, but you don't have to deal with that on Onyx. So if you want to just kind of hit the ground running, you have that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arla says, hey, girl, hey. And she also Hello. wants to know, how long have you been off-roading? Go. I've um, been off-roading for Go. about 17 years. 
Tell him hi in the background. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> My son's dog is a puppy and he's a very large puppy and he's been instructed to keep him out of the room. Uh, what kind of puppy? <laughs> uh, he is a pit bull mix. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Nathan says, yeah. hey, we have a puppy too, so I totally understand that. He's in yeah. this crate. So totally get it. Totally. All right. So paper maps and a compass. Yep. That's one of the things that you have to know whenever you do the Rebel Rally. Yes, that is correct. So let's talk about the Rebel Rally for you. I know you've completed that. How many times have you done that? Uh, I've done the Rebel three times. Three times. Okay. Yeah. So tell us about the first experience. What was your thoughts going into that? Because I know that's just over. That's, I know quite a few people this year that's going in to do it. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know what to expect going into it the first year. Um. Hey, that's from the first year right there. Um, I figured with that huge paper map, I was like, that's got to be the rebel. <laughs> yep, that's totally the rebel. Um, so the first year going into it, I just didn't know what to expect. And um, like when when we first started training, we really focused on um, the plotting and the uh, compass work. Mm -hmm. But we didn't think to focus on the route planning work. So um when we first took off the line there, we maybe panicked for like 10 minutes, drove back and forth up and down the same road, like trying to figure out what we were going to do. And then stopped and took a deep breath and we're like, look, we're not lost. Let's figure this out. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, so then we uh, figured from there, okay, so what's our first step? What's our next step? So um, when we, when we did the uh, rebel school, they, um, at the time, they didn't focus a lot on the route planning, but now they really do. And I really think that that's a great idea um, because, like I said, that just wasn't anything that um, that we even considered, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you just want to know how to use your tools, but then how to apply right. those to different things. Yeah. Yes. You, so, yeah, we learned how to use our tools, but putting them into pra practical use was a little bit different. Yeah. So what was, who was your partner then the first time? Was it someone that you knew or... No, actually, um, my partner the first year was Laura Wanless. Um, we met um, probably, so I met her in August or July. So mm -hmm. it's the July, so it's about six months prior or whatever. Okay. Um, we had both had partners that um, had to step down. So um, we kind of, we met and we kind of clicked and made a team. That's awesome. Yeah, um, Laura's done amazing work uh, with her map and compass um, skills since that first year. I think she was, I think she was determined to not be um, lost in the woods or in the mountains ever again. <laughs> so uh, she actually took third place last year. Oh wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I was excited. I, it was really fun to watch her, and it's been really fun to watch her grow. Um, she's very much a leading person in the rebel community. That's way cool. And just to think that you got to experience that first one with her. Right. That's a cool story. Will you be doing it a fourth time, you think? Um, I would. Um, I'm not doing it this year. Um, I had plans of possibly doing it this year, but that kind of fell through and it's just too late to yeah. get something together. Um, this year, we're really trying to focus on growing our business. So um, not doing a rebel is kind of maybe a blessing in disguise because that's giving me more of an opportunity to focus on that. Gotcha. So what about your second year? Tell us about that one. So my second year, um, 
I was asked in, I think September, it was right before the rebel to, to do it with the lady who was from Japan. Um, she didn't speak English or she spoke very little English. Um, and, um, we were, we were going to do it and then we weren't going to do it and we were going to do it and then we weren't going to do it. I actually went to work Monday morning, the day before, um, the day before I was supposed to fly out because I didn't think we were going to do it anymore. And then I got a text, um, shortly after being at work saying, Hey, I'm on a plane. I hope you can meet me. And so, so I went home from work that day and packed everything and then took off. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so how, how was that? Just tell us about your experience, you know, because with someone that speaks very little English, um, that you haven't had a relationship with and, I know whenever you were at the ladies round table at the moor, you said that that was the loneliest time that you felt out there. Um, I can't imagine because you're having to overcome everything else on top of the language. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lonely week. Um, not because we didn't get along. It's not, right. it's not that we didn't get along, but we just didn't have a connection. Um, and we couldn't really communicate. So, um, you know, any, any emotions, whether it was, you know, ecstatic or super frustration or whatever, was just kind of experienced on your own. So mm-hmm. then you're out there for 12 hours a day, um, you know, eight days. And we were, we were always one of the last teams into, into the camp. So I didn't get to eat dinner with any of my friends. Um, we were always like, just, yeah, the last to everything because it just took us you know, extra time to communicate. Yeah. So do you think there's something that you could have done differently or would you choose to do differently through that? I don't know. Would you have not done it? (laughs) No, no, I totally would have done it. Um, I never say no to opportunity if I don't, you know, if it's, if it's possible for me to do, I, I don't say no. Um, so anything I would have done differently? Um, I don't think so. Cause I tried really hard all week. Like I, like at the end of, the end of the rally, I felt like I gave it my 100% best. So um, I would like to have more experience navigating out West. Um, The only time I really get to go out West is when I do the rebel and the landscape is completely different. Um, So the only time I see Glamis sand dunes is during the rebel. Um, Mm -hmm. The only time I see the Sierra Nevadas is during the rebel. so the, the beginning of the week is always hard for me, um, transition wise, uh, you know, look, transitioning my information on the map to the landscape, because, um, you know, I can't look at a mountain and, you know, that's five miles in the distance and know that that's five miles in the distance. That's not something that my mind comprehends because it's not something I see on the regular, you know? All right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. I, I totally understand that because you, I think you have an advantage if you've driven out West, like more just kind of casually, even just because that gives you kind of a lay of the land and you get a, you get the opportunity to take your time to learn it um, yes. rather than being like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I learn by doing something. I'm not a reader or a, or a visual learner. I'm a, uh, you know, I got to do hands on, learning to really retain information so Mm -hmm. i can look at maps all day but it's not like 
I'm not going to soak in all the information. I have to get out there. I have to see it. I have to put it into practice. So, um, yeah, it would be nice to be able to do that, you know, a few times each year. I know. I know. But that's <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard. It's like you spend a week traveling just to get out west. I was about know? to say, how far of a drive is that for you? Um, so we're, we're actually headed to Colorado Moab at the end of the week. And it's oh, yeah. um, Moab from our house without any stops or anything, um, is 24 hours. Oh, dang girl. Yeah. We're going there. We're not going to Moab this year. We trade off. So Colorado one year, Moab the next year. So this year's Colorado. We're going to run Holy Cross, um, at the end of July. Okay. Um, so that's when we're going. Yeah. We're doing Holy Cross. So, so we leave this Thursday and we get into Colorado. Um, we're going to do U-Ray in mm-hmm. the U-Ray until you ride area, um, for a few days. And then we'll head to Moab for a few days. And then on the way back, we're going to stop in Holy Cross for like a day and a half and run some trails there. So are you going to do some of the trails in URA that like the Jeep badge trails or are you going there with like a specific plan? Yes, we have um, all our trails marked out (laughs) of what we're doing. We've got a bunch of friends who are going um, with us, five other families that are going. And um, usually I'm the trip planner, but I haven't really had any time to like focus any energy on planning this trip. So um i'm just going along for the ride (laughs) do you know what trails you're doing um yes we are off the top of my head i know that we're doing um ofura pass um i'm gonna look at the list because no you're good overpass was one of our favorites we did it the, the first year that we did it we came through um we didn't come through the over side we came through the other side and my mind is okay where that's at but when we got to the over the town of over um there was like right as you're entering it you know it's like tells you to slow down because it's kids and you know it's very an open community where there's kids out playing all the time okay well there were they had like a lemonade stand and they had the best chocolate chip cookies they were selling these kids did and it was just it's just something it's little things like that that stick in your head from the experiences. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we love like the little like small town mom pop type places. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Their post office is really small too. Just you'll is have it? to look at their oh yeah, it's like it looks like a little like I don't know, outhouse kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> I'm trying to find our itinerary, but I don't know that I'm gonna be able to do that without Oh yeah, you're good. Don't mess up the feed, so you're fine. <laughs> So do you prefer Colorado or do you prefer Moab or is this your first year to go? You've been before, haven't you? I haven't been to Moab. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been to Colorado. We have family who lives in Colorado. Um, I've only done wheeling out there like once 16 years ago. So um, this is all going to be new, new stuff. I highly recommend Taylor Pass. If you, if you have that, if you, I don't know if that's on the agenda or not, but Taylor Pass. That was one of our favorites and okay. it was not expected to be a favorite. It was just, there's yeah. so you drive up a stream and that's the trail, but it's, okay. it's just beautiful. Yeah. Um, so what are you looking forward to in Moab? Like, do you know any of the ones that you're doing there? Yes. Um, the stuff that we're doing there. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm super excited, but okay, so are you doing Hell's Gate? Um, uh, no, that's not on the list. What? Yeah. Oh, you have to do that one. I have to do that one. I'll tell you what, if I can find it, I'll tell you what's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so many, you know, Jeep badge honors. Are you taking both Jeeps or just one? 
Um, we're taking one Jeep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take the red one. Yep. Yeah, we have another Jeep. Um, it needs a little bit of work. It's been parked for a little while, so um, yeah, it needs a little uh TLC before we can take that <laughs> anywhere. Gotcha, gotcha. I see. Are these the two that you still have? The black one and the red one. Well, no, actually, the black one is my friend's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. My my Jeep, I had a two-door that was tan, and we sold that um, almost a year ago now. Okay. So we um, we sold that because uh, it was getting really high miles on it, and everybody that we run with is a really long wheelbase, and so I was getting to the point where I couldn't keep up with everybody. So we were either going to have to completely rebuild it and stretch it or um, move on to something else. So we've got a uh, we've got a YJ in the backyard that's LS swapped and on six oh nine axles. There you go. Yep, that's my two door. Um, I love the tan. Yes, I love that color. I love that Jeep. It was so much fun, but um, it just wasn't realistic to stick with it for what we're doing. Gotcha. Yeah. So this is this is the new Jeep. So tell us about the build of this Jeep. Yeah. What all have you got going on there? So this is an 07 JKU. Um, we bought it, I think seven or eight years ago now with a blown engine. Oh, wow. The, yeah. Uh, we, we knew we wanted to LS swap it. So it sat in the driveway, um, for three years until we could afford to, uh, get all our parts together for the engine swap. We, you know, we kind of bought them here and there. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, bought an engine one year and, um, <laughs> you know, then the cooling system, oh, Sorry. Okay. She's a horrible barker. <laughs> totally fine. I can still hear you. You're great. Okay. Okay. Um, so anyway, hold on one second. Oh, you're good. Oh, <laughs> uh, like your table it's there. It's never the a dull moment. It's never a dull moment. At your, ta my house. your table looks like a Jeep grill underneath uh, your TV. Yeah. Yes, that's our entertainment center. My husband made that. That's awesome. It is a Jeep grill. It's an old CJ. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, My grandson so, loves to climb it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what the kids are for, right? Just let them right. climb over everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we LS swapped it. Um, and then the axles couldn't handle the power from the engine. So it sat for a couple more years. Did like daily driving and stuff, but it didn't do a whole lot of wheeling. Um, mm -hmm. It was a good thing we had the two-door because I would have gone crazy. <laughs> but anyway, so um, a couple of years later, we put Dana 60s underneath it and upgraded the steering and everything, Fusion 4x4 steering. And so now it's good to go. Now we play in it all the time. What size tires are you running on it? 40-inch uh, tires. 40-inch oh, yeah. tires. I would love 40s. <laughs> I, don't, I have no desire to ever go to 40s, but, you know, they're always there looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> they're heavy. They're heavy. Yeah, so, yeah. I hope I never have to change one. Tracy wants to know: Are you driving the jeeps or trailering for this trip? We're actually going to trailer it. Um, we, we've got a small semi truck that's got a camper um, on the back of it. I think is, was that one. was that the one that was in the picture? Yep, that one right there. Right there. Yep. Okay. So are you going to camp in the semi? We are on the way out. Um, everybody we we're with got Airbnbs for the you know, when we're right. not driving. So um, we're going to crash their Airbnbs with them. That's so cool. That'll be a blast. Yeah. yeah so how long are you going to be out there? 
We um we leave Thursday and we come back July fourth, so two weeks. Okay, close is fine. Yeah, that'll be fun. You'll have to message me later and tell me all the places you're gonna go. I will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Where is this picture at? Where is that? That looks like that's in St. Helens. Oh, okay. St. Helens, Michigan. There's a rock, um, a rock garden scramble area there. Okay. Yeah. So do you prefer more rock crawling or do you prefer overlanding? Like I prefer rock. Do you? Yeah. What's the I, reason? Well, what's the reasoning there? What's that? What's the reasoning there? Um, I just like how technical it is. Yeah. I like um I like that it makes you think the whole time, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I do too. I like I like a little bit of both. I like the strategy part of rock climbing, like knowing where you need to be to climb yeah. the things yeah. and not only that, like it takes you out of your comfort zone for sure. Um, the consequence level of a rock versus, you know, overlanding is huge. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I also like the aspect of camping, just going out there. I do like the base camp idea, like, you know, being able to stay in one place and camp and yeah. then wheel from that one location. I don't like the traveling everywhere. That's just yeah. too much to set up, set down, all that. Right, right. I, yeah, I like the camping too. Um, with our business, our trips tend to be more overland style. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we uh, start in one area and kind of work our way, you know, around certain areas or whatever. So gotcha. um, that's fun too. They definitely both have their place. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anytime on the trail is a good day, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think pretty much yeah. everybody that watches this would say this too. So yeah. I'm not a huge fan of mud, though. No. I yeah. used to be. I had a two-door as well whenever I first started. Mm -hmm. um, just a two-door sport and loved it and wheeled it all through the mud. But that was just a disaster to clean up. And I, you find out that the mud has all these little sediment particles, rocks, crap, whatever. And that gets yeah. in your vehicle. And Yes, it does. Know. And in your little tiny, you know, cracks and crevices. And your starter and your alternator and then next thing you know you're losing you know yep some parts oh yeah for sure yep so where are some of the places that you have traveled that you would love to go back to um i know you said that things are quite a ways away from you there i would like to go to michigan we're planning to go to core so i can't wait to see that you're coming to core mm -hmm. have you been before or no nope matt has oh, that's exciting i'm super pumped yeah yeah that's i want to go to i want to go to a lighthouse that's really <laughs> i just want to see a lighthouse there's plenty of them up here plenty <laughs> plenty to see so um man i'd love to go back to the up i haven't been to the up in a couple of years um i'd like to go to pennsylvania again we uh spent like five days doing roush creek and aoaa and it just wasn't long enough you need five days at is it park. ever long enough no <laughs> It's, it's not it's not um i want to do west virginia i've never been to west virginia um i would always love to go back to tennessee tennessee is just absolutely beautiful did you struggle in tennessee with finding like places to camp because i know they don't have a whole lot of public lands you know you pretty much have to pay to camp first i mean you could airbnb it you know but is yeah. that what you guys did um when we go to tennessee yeah yeah, usually, um, no, 
uh, we stay um, at gas stations or okay. like truck stops in our camper. Um, okay. When we go to Tennessee, um, we've done cabins with friends. Uh, when I do yeah. my women's weekends down there, we rent cabins and you know all pile in like little sardines. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So Pennsylvania, anywhere else that you'd like to go, or some of um, your favorite places? I'd like to go to Arkansas. I haven't wheeled in Come Arkansas. On. I, I, yes. So no, I don't know. You if have a bed here. What's so, that? I said, you have a bed here. Oh, well, thank it's you. Um, I was actually born in Arkansas. And my really? In Arkansas. Yeah. What part? Uh, I was born in Crittenden Memorial. Okay. Um, which is Little Rock area, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, I've got family in Cherry Valley. Um, I can't remember where else they live. It's been a while. They were in Jonesboro for a little while. So did um, you move did you move straight to Michigan from Arkansas? Yeah. So my dad got a job up here when I was six months old. Oh wow. So, okay. Yeah. So my family relocated up here when I was little. But we used to go back every year for uh, Christmas for sure. And then, you know, sometimes we'd go back and visit in the summer. But um spent yeah, spent a lot of Spent a lot of time, you know, riding four wheelers and three wheelers in my uncle's uh, farm fields. <laughs> I bet it's a little bit different from Michigan to here. It is, but it's been so long since I've been there. I don't remember. Um, well, I, can, I can tell you right now that the weather is quite a bit different. Yes. Yeah, I remember C that. Cindy Pope told me, um, you know, from Northology, she... I messaged her to ask her about her new teardrop that she just got from TC. And um, I was asking what the weather was there. And she was like 60s, 70s. It's like in the 90s here with like real feel of 100 and stuff. Okay, like, so she's in the part of Michigan where it's 60s and 70s. Right now it's 90s and 95 down here. I'm I'm at the uh, lower. Okay. Border. Yeah. Okay, so, so she's higher than you. Yeah, she is, yes. Gotcha. And um, they say the UP has like one weekend of summer and that's 4th of July and that's it. Dang. So <laughs> That's crazy. Do yeah. you like to go wheeling up there in the UP? I do. Yes. It's been a couple of years. Um, it's beautiful up there. Gotcha. It's, not, it's not technical or anything, but you know, it's beautiful. Um, I've heard that a lot of, a lot of the state land has been sold off to private land. So it's hard to make um, crowds. You know, connect the trails, so to say. Um, so I haven't, I haven't experienced that yet, but that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I hope we get to do some willing whenever we come up there for core. I think that's the plan anyways. <laughs> Are you guys going up through the lower part of Michigan then? I could not tell you. I think so. Okay. I know um, we'll probably go to that one overlook that looks over the ocean where everybody like Matt says, it's like a ritual or something that they do the, the not before core or something. I can not tell you where it's at, but it looks really okay. pretty. Okay. It was in Jeremiah's videos. You know how he is. So. <laughs> okay. So you, if you take 75 all the way up, you'll run right past my house. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, big way cool. Are you going to core? No, we've got another what? event. We've got another event that we committed to for the weekend. So, yeah, we have obligations. No, I understand that for sure. Have you um, got any women's events coming up or tell us about that? Because I would be interested in going to a women's event. I do. Um, so my next women's event um, is in November. 
Okay. Uh, we're gonna hit up s'more. Oh, yeah. That's close to me. Yeah, you should come. We're gonna like four hours. Uh, I think we're gonna rent the cabins out for the weekend. Um, it'll be. Did I say November? It's actually the last weekend in October. Okay. Um, originally, it was gonna be in November, but I couldn't okay. find uh, a weekend that they had all the cabins open. So it's gonna be the last weekend in October. So the 28th, 29th, and 30th? Yes. That Thursday, right. the 27th, 28th, 29th. Okay. I don't have anything on my calendar for that weekend. Oh, lady. I mean, you can come to that. Because, well, let's see. Because I know I have Rendezvous in the Ozarks is the weekend of the 15th. And then I'm going to go to Overlanding the Red um, okay. with Cindy um, on the 22nd that weekend. So, yeah, we may see yeah where do you post this up at is it on your website the discover yeah Report? yeah it'll be on our website and our facebook um it's posted up there now i don't have the ticket sales posted yet i'm waiting okay. um to finalize some details um, okay. before i get the tickets posted but yeah that'd be way cool i've not ran some more matt has but i've never been i've never ran more s'more either <laughs> yeah there's three yeah. i think three badge on our trails there yes I check that out. We'll definitely <laughs> do. Um, we'll definitely do some, um, the two milder ones, and maybe the more advanced group will do um, the one that's a little bit harder rated. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go a couple of days early so I can run some trails and figure out. Um, scope it out. Yeah, scope it I know out. the trail that they did. That's the harder one. Is pretty much you have to winch up this. You have to winch up this obstacle. Now it's basically so far gone that it's basically oh. buggies. That's yeah. what Matt said. And if it's raining, it's pretty much all hard. <laughs> okay. Okay. So hopefully it's not raining at the end of October. I it should be not. beautiful. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope it's beautiful. That's um, a perfect weekend. I think October, so. I love October. <laughs> I, think, I think it'll be fun. October is my favorite month of the year. Me too. Yeah. It is. It's just for me, it's like fall. I mean, I don't do the whole pumpkin spice thing. But I like fall stuff. I do like Halloween. I like Day of the Dead. Um, so it's just fun. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm not a huge pumpkin spice fan either. I do love <laughs> pumpkin bread, but that's about it. Um, Same. Yeah. So, but I love I love fall. I just love hoodies and sweatshirts and campfires and fall colored leaves and yeah. being outside and not having to camp whenever you're sweating your butt yes. off. Yeah, it's also <laughs> my birthday month, so I like to I like to celebrate my birthday too. What day is your birthday in October? Um, it's the sixteenth. Okay, yeah. So we have two birthdays. Two of our kids have birthdays in October too. So is your um, birthday in October? No, two of our kids. Oh, okay. Um, so one of Matt's daughters and then my daughter's birthday is in October. Mine's in December. Okay, so I celebrate the whole month of December. The whole month. The whole month. That's a good way to go. <laughs> That's so are one. these all of the Jeeps that you've owned through the years? Um, no, those are the ones that I've claimed. <laughs> We've actually owned probably um, well over 100 Jeeps. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. These. This is actually an old picture. There's a few more on there that um, there's a, a green TJ that's not on there. And then my tan one and now our red one. So, um, yeah, they, you know, uh, they just kind of find a way to our house. They're like little lost puppies. They just come and then they, uh, we, we fix them, we sell them, we part them out, um, yeah. whatever we can do to pay for our Jeep parts. 
<laughs> like a salvage yard where you just part them all out and then you're like, we okay, have, we don't need this. Yeah. People call my driveway a parking lot and we have a small junkyard next to the garage with Jeep parts in them. And That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty bad when the O'Reilly guys are like Googling your house to show it to the other O'Reilly guys online. I'm, I'm like, I went into O'Reilly's one time and the one guy told me that. He's like, I just showed him on uh, on Google your house or whatever. And, I'm, and I didn't know whether to be creeped out about that or not. But yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody you never know. Right. Everybody well, knows where we live. We just say it's the house with all the Jeeps and then they, they know. That's so cool. Okay. I'm going to have to get your address and Google your address whenever <laughs> after this is over. Okay. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> so you said you've been overlanding or off-roading for so many years, like 16 to 20 years. What got you started in this? Like, have you always loved outdoors and Jeeps? I mean, apparently if you go that many. Yeah, I've always loved the outdoors. Um, I was the kid who would leave, you know, first thing in the morning and then come back home, uh, you know, when the lights came on. Um, yeah. So we were always outside playing, uh, riding bikes, you know, building forts in the woods and, and whatever we could do. Um, and my family, uh, every year we would take a camping trip, um, you know, just as a family or whatever, go spend a week in along Michigan Lake somewhere. Okay. So, um, yeah, so it just about 16 years ago, 17 years ago, um, I had a girlfriend that I just met invite me to go on a trip with her and her brother um, to Badlands in, uh, in Indiana, okay. in Attica, Indiana. Yeah. Um, it was the closest park to us at the time. Anyway, they were doing a camping and a wheeling trip, and she invited me along. That's awesome. um, first time I'd been away from my hu husband and kids since uh, since I'd been married. So they didn't go with you. Exciting. What's that? They didn't go with you. No. Okay. Nope, it was just me. Um, so we wheeled her Jeep all weekend long from, you know, sun up to sundown. And and I came home and walked in the door and kissed my husband and said, you need to buy me a Jeep. <laughs> we've been Jeep poor ever since. <laughs> now, he has a Jeep, too, though, right? Or what uh, does he do? Well, the red one is technically his. Oh, I see. well, I mean, technically the title's in my name, but yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have the YJ, the night, the YJ in the backyard that uh, needs a little TLC. So okay, yeah. So is that so? Are the Jeeps your daily drivers, or do you also? Because it'd be uh, hard driving forties. I mean, you may work from home. I don't know. So uh, I I do kind of work from home right now, um, but. Sometimes I drive the Jeep. Uh, it was my daily until about six months ago. We got a Toyota, um, a first gen Sequoia. And okay. We've started using that for a lot of our overlanding trips. And it's fantastic because we can both fit in the back with like plenty of room. So we don't have to set up any tents or anything. And um, so that's kind of become my daily. Okay. It's on 34s. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty lifted for a Sequoia. Our Jeep is seven foot tall and our Sequoia is just the same. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. So what is your, what do you like? Because normally you don't hear people own a Jeep and a Toyota. Like that's, I mean, I, I know some, several people that do. I yeah. would because I like the old Toyotas. I like the old Land Cruisers and stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're way cool. Anything vintage like that. If I had the means to get a hold of it, even like an old Bronco, I would, I totally would. I would love an early Bronco. Oh, man. I just can't afford one. 
No. And if you can't afford it, it's like total crap and it's going to cost you a whole bunch of fixes. We had one in our driveway for a while that was in okay shape. It needed to be restored, but it was still um, in good enough shape that you could restore it. And um, the township didn't like it. They harassed us about it for quite some time. Oh, for real? (laughs) Yeah. So we had to sell it and get rid of it. Gotcha. So which do you like better, the Jeep or the Toyota? They both have their own purpose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I I like the Toyota for daily driving. Um, yeah. It's, it's comfortable. Um, Does it, it get better gas mileage? Not really. They both get about <laughs> the same. They both get about 12 miles to the gallon. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the, the Toyota I drive for daily, um, it's got a back seat still. Our Jeep doesn't have a back seat anymore. Um, the Toyota has a back seat, so I can, you know, have other people in the vehicle yeah. if I need to. <laughs> yeah. Do you, did you take the, did you do a goose gear, like a platform system in the Jeep or did you just take the back seat out? Uh, we took a back seat out and we're working on, um, configuring some things for the back. We like to keep our spare tire in the vehicle and it takes up quite a bit of room being okay. like the 40 inch tire is literally as wide as the interior of the Jeep. Yeah. So, um, that's a lot of room. Yes. Yes. So my husband's actually out in the garage right now, fabricating, um, a bracket to hold it. Um, he's going <laughs> to put it on like a 30 degree angle. So it sits up a little bit and doesn't take up so much ground space so we can get some more tubbies underneath it. So, gotcha. wow. Yeah. I'll have so to send pictures when it's done. Yeah. What's the so? Do you not like to have it on the back just because of the the weight or the size and catching things? Both. Yeah. Okay. The weight and the size. There's not there's not really many tire carriers that can hold a forty. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it, you really don't want that much weight on the back of your vehicle, especially um yeah. you know quite a few of the obstacles that we do. You're getting it at steep inclines, and um, that's just gonna pull you over if you you know, go bouncing too much. So yeah, forties are definitely pretty thick. (laughs) Uh, Troy asked, can you tell us what um, LS you went with? Yeah. So we have a six, two out of the 2014 um, Yukon Denali. Oh, wow. So did you just find that in the front yard? Find it in the front yard? Like it just appeared (laughs) one day. Um, My husband found it uh on craigslist back when people bought things off of craigslist um it was listed in detroit which is about an hour and 20 minutes from us um and it had the i think it was a wrecked vehicle it still had the transmission and everything for it and it was a great deal so um that's awesome yeah so he ran up and got it yeah troy it runs really good (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome so at more you were selling the bullet um mounting systems the bullet is it bullet, the bullet point, point. Bullet okay yeah yeah you, bullet mounting system yep gotcha so do you sell those on the reg is that what you do like is that another side thing or yeah so um this year we were just trying to find ways um that we could supplement our un- income if um you know we decided to do discover four by four adventures full time and um our friend uh is part owner in the bullet point phone mounting systems Okay. And we absolutely we absolutely love their product and we told them hey you need to take this to shows it would be a good right. hit with shows and he says i have no interest in doing shows um, <laughs> so we're like oh well hey you know um yeah, we can do that for you <laughs> yeah let's try this out and see how that goes and so he was totally game for it 
Um, and it works out really well for us. How did it go at more? Uh, really, really well. I think we, um, profit wise or sales wise, we did, um, just as much at more as we did at Smoky Mountain. That's way cool. Yeah. That's, and it, that's you're cool. talking about Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is we, like, which is like the, uh, you know, which is like the huge thing. Yeah, it's a huge show, but people go there because they're looking to buy things. Like, that's the whole purpose of going to Smoky Mountain is to go and to spend your money. Um, so, you know, people are going down there to shop. Yeah, I need to put that on the list. I, yeah. I'd love to go see it. I've, we actually have a friend um, with Milestar Tires that that's where he's going to be. Um, and he, he's told us we should come there. I would yeah, we'll be there this year. If you go, you should stop by. Uh, you know, we will. I love the bullet point systems. Me and Matt both have them in our Jeep. Um, and we really love them. They're very solid. Yeah. Yeah. John Campbell said bleeping Colt. I guess that's a YouTuber. Just did yeah. a video about slide out spare tire mounts. I'll have to look for it. Thanks for the heads up. That's interesting. How would it, yeah. would it just slide out of the back on a, like kind of like a fridge slide? Like on a tray maybe? So I, I think he's what he's fabricating is he's doing um, like a plate that uses um, the stock seats, the rear seat mm -hmm. bolts. So he's going to mount the plate to the bolts and then it's going to have like a bridge that goes up that has the uh, that has um, lugs on it. Okay. So you can mount the tire on it. So, oh, OK, yeah. And it so it'll be semi permanent because we'll be able to bolt it down, but we'll be able to pull it out when um, gotcha. we don't want it in there. So have you ever changed, had to change your 40 tire? No, and I hope not. I've had to do my 37, but I, ho I hope I don't have to do a 40. That would be horrible. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. I'd have to call triple Well, the idea, if, you, if you're changing a 40, um, the idea is to not have to lift it off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just going to kind of roll it up and hopefully flab it on, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. John said that's actually on a fridge slide and it oh. can handle 250 pounds. Okay. See, I'm going to go looking for that video now. Thanks, that's John. pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I guess the bleeping Colt guy is kind of a DIY guy. I'll have to look. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I like the bleeping Jeep uh, crew. They're, okay. They're, we watch them quite a bit. Okay. So it's bleeping Jeeps. Yeah. And that guy is on bleeping Jeeps, Colt or whatever. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's one of the bleeping Jeep guys. Okay, we've heard of bleeping jeeps because whenever we went and did Pritchett, they're one of the videos that we watched. Okay, because they had done Pritchett. Yeah, and so yeah, that that was not a good video to watch because they have these jeeps that they just tow on trailers and they trash them if they want to because they're just you know that's what they do. It's it's yeah, stressed me out. There are kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're not my kind of people because if I I don't trailer, we drive our stuff to Moab. Yeah. And I so, drive my stuff when I do women's events, I drive. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't. So I can't drive our semi. It's a uh, it's a stick shift. Um, okay. I can't drive it either. Yeah, I can drive it a stick shift normally. I, um, I can't drive a 10 speed. Uh, it's it's an older vehicle. So the clutching is different than a traditional um transmission and clutch yeah and uh and i also can't reach the pedals so 
Well, my mom had a manual, you know, whenever we grew up, my mom and dad did. And I remember them leaving it at the house and taking one of the others. And they're like, if you ever need to go anywhere, you can just take my truck kind of joking, you know, because it's a manual. Well, one afternoon I wanted to go see one of my friends. And so I, I just ground it till I found it. (laughs) (laughs) And I made it to my friend's house. And I remember my parents calling, like really worried, like, where did you go? Right. Um, you told me to take the truck. I took the truck. <laughs> it may not have an engine anymore, but it's gone. <laughs> Were they buying a new clutch for it? <laughs> no. I don't think so anyway. Well, that's good. I just had gotten used to hearing the sound of whenever the engine would need to be shifted. Yeah. But I would just do it by sound. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's all good. I knew at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're 14. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> That's awesome. So what other plans do you have besides the women's event in October or yeah, the end of October? Do you have anything else going on? Yeah. So we have um, a couple of one-on-one and advanced classes coming up this summer. And then we have, um, we are heavily involved in Toledo Jeep Fest. Okay. We have have that coming up in August. Um, And then we have Detroit Four Fest in September. Um, Detroit what? Detroit Four Fest. That's the same weekend as Core. That's why we can't go okay. um, to Core. Uh, so we'll be at Detroit Four Fest. But um, our business events, we have um, a tri adventure Labor Day weekend, which is um, canoeing, camping, and off roading in the Grayling, oh, Michigan area. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then in October, we have a Short Ashore event, which is starting at sunrise on the east coast of Michigan, and we finish on the west coast, but we camp along the way. Or we hotel, depends on which. So we've got two weekends in October that we do that, and then um, we have the women's trip in October. Gotcha. Man, you've got a packed fall. We do. Um <laughs> Yeah, so from March to November, we had three weekends that we um, were in town. Dang. So, wow. Um, it's been a busy year, but it's been really good for us. Um, just just working on, you know, building the business and getting yeah. our name out there. What did the business, how did the business start? Like what, I know you've, you've liked off-roading a long time, you know. But yeah. Were you just yeah, so, like, I want to back to the uh, community kind of thing? So a couple of years ago, we were coming home from the UP and we kind of like brainstormed this business. It was about three years ago. Um, Michigan has a lot to offer as far as, um, you know, outdoor rec. And mm-hmm. um, we couldn't really find anything that tied that all together. And um, so we're like, we should do that. And then, you know, we kind of like shrugged it off or whatever. And then my kids got to the point where they didn't really want me and, you know, or need me anymore. I shouldn't say yeah. not me, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I do, um, I do. Yeah, teenagers, they mo- older. They just need money. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I'll start. You know, maybe I'll find a job in the off-road industry, um, since that's really about the only thing I know anything about. And I couldn't really find anything in our area that was hiring somebody full-time, um, even part-time. That's, that's there's not really a whole lot of uh, businesses in our area for for the off-road community. So. Um, about a year ago, just over a year ago, I was like, screw it. I'm going to start my business. Build it. Yep. That's I'm, awesome. I'm make my own job. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. And so that's something that both you and your husband do together, right? Yes. Yep. I love this picture of y'all. It's so cute. Thank you. Yep. Now, does he, he like doing the off-roading thing? Yeah, he loves it. 
Okay. Has yeah. he always been it too? Um, so yeah, so he did quads and stuff growing up just like I did. Um, you know, and then um when we started having kids, you know, they not everybody fits on a quad anymore. So <laughs> yeah. The, so the Jeep transition was a nice transition. That's way cool. Well, I can't, I can't wait to be able to look at your events and possibly put some on my calendar. So you can go to your website, which is scrolling at the bottom, but it's discover4x4adventures.com and you can sign up there, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, all of our event tickets are found in the shop tab, under the shop tab. Okay. So, I'll have to go check that out. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm all about doing things on my own now that my Jeep has like a tent and awning, especially this past weekend. I went to a women's event. And it was just me and I actually took Goose, my new dog. And um, it was just really encouraging to be able to do those things. And it was put on by a lady over Lena Radio. I love those ladies. I know. Much. I was creeping on your pictures. Yeah. I, I wish I could go. Like, I see all the women's events and I just want to go to all of them. But, yeah. you know. It's just so happened. cool to just hang out and talk and chill. And yeah, like we had, we had pizza one night. We had, we were planning to do a taco bar, but it just was really, really hot. Um, but we all pitched in for breakfasts. It was just really, really fun. And at the end of the day, we set up our own camps, you know, and actually the guy that was over it's gypsy camp and canoe in Salem Springs where we went, he um, came down there with his wife and he was just like, y'all look so cool down here. And his <laughs> wife was like, and it's a bunch of women. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's all these Jeeps and Toyotas with their awnings and right, all right. out. And yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think those, I think those events are important because um, it teaches us to step out of our comfort zone mm -hmm. and um, you know, builds our confidence. Oh yeah, for sure. If I ever go out with like Matt now, I have a little bit of more confidence of I could set up the stove and possibly cook out there, which I mean, I, I cook sometimes at home. Normally Matt's the cook for everything because he's just a better cook than I am, but I do can I can cook some things well and but I've never really known how to like set up the propane tank and you know that's always been the grill kind of thing. And so yeah. it was always just kind of apprehensive to me. I didn't want to blow up my back of my Jeep or something. <laughs> Well, so here no, you are. You made it. You did no great. Jeeps were blown up. <laughs> <laughs> and my dog is still alive. Yeah. So there's two bonuses. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was a blast. Well, Carrie, I've had so much fun chatting with you tonight. I know the time frame <laughs> threw us off at the beginning, but I think we just came right back. Yeah. I appreciate your patience. Sorry, it was a little hectic in the beginning there uh, <laughs> with everybody. Usually I run through the house and I make the announcement. All right, everybody, be quiet. Don't <laughs> talk or you're going to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have time to make that announcement because I literally ran in the door. <laughs> Plop down, throw on your headphones. <laughs> yes. My headphones, which didn't work. I don't know. This is a, this is a new computer, so I couldn't. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Troy know. wants to ask one final question. Has fuel costs affected your planning or plans? Um, not yet. <laughs> We're yeah. kind of playing a blind eye to it. So um, we've so we planned this Colorado Moab trip two years ago with friends and um, had to cancel it because of COVID, you know. Yeah. And at that point, we had been like dying to go for years anyway. And then yeah. um, we couldn't do it last year because my daughter got married last fall. Okay. So this year we're like, we're going no matter what. So um, we're just playing, a, you know, turning a blind eye to the, yeah. the fuel costs right now. <laughs> I think 
honestly, the fuel costs are outrageous. We are taking both vehicles when we go to Colorado. So it's going to be really outrageous. And we're, like I said, we're driving. So yeah. it's going to be a lot. Um, yeah. But at the same time, that's part of our life. Right. And so you want to enjoy that. And I think if you become oppressed by the gas, which financially there, you know, some people can be, and trust me, sometimes we are. Um, but at the same time, if you live your life around that, I mean, what joy is that? So, yeah, I mean, I'll probably, I'd probably give up food before I gave up wheeling. <laughs> I'll eat ramen before I give up wheeling. For sure, for sure. Right. I mean, there, you can, there's always trade-offs. You can, you can give up something, sell some things. Right. You can probably auction off, you know, a vehicle in your front yard. Don't be talking like that. <laughs> we uh, do have a samurai in the backyard I'm willing to part with. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I bet you can post that on Craigslist. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a safe place anymore, though. <laughs> I don't know. Is Craigslist even a thing anymore? I, I think it's Facebook Marketplace now. Yeah, that's where I always look, is Marketplace. Yeah, that's I, Facebook runs the world. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I'll let you go, girl. Thank you so much for joining me. And yeah, don't forget to send me the list of the places that you're going. Okay, sounds yeah. good. And your right, address. Have a good night. Because I also want to look in your yard. <laughs> In my address. Okay. Yeah. I'll talk to you later, Carrie. <laughs> talk to you later. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Bye.